Welcome to the Not Quite Heroes podcast, a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the community built world of Aventhir. Dungeon Master, Stephen Garcia. Hey, I'm Emily Smith. I play Firefly the Shepherd Druid. And this is Mike. I play Thaddeus Dunhall II, Paladin, who follows an oath of vengeance. I'm Amy, and I will be playing Evanel. Hey, I'm Robert Baldino, and I'm playing Gale that comes in the night, the Tempest Claire. Hey, I'm Wade. I play Rook, the Arcane Trickster. Last time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast, uh, Firefly found herself in another realm almost, surrounded by shadows and illusions and magic, and she discovered an old friend of hers, Thistle, who she, as a kid, had thought was lost. This being, this large, evil being that had convinced her that he was Kivaris, has brought her here through, through this strange orb. And sucked her away from wherever wherever the rest of the party was. The rest of the party has been fighting off these seemingly very evil parts of the government that work for Filiandrick, who is the master of mercantile and trade in Eneria. As the chase for Drick happens, you run through these hallways, Gale and Thaddeus and Evanel and Rook, kind of chasing him listening for these footsteps as it opens up. There's this beautiful courtyard and another wall and gate that's seemingly open right now for whatever reason. It's dark out. The moon is in the sky, though. There's a little cloud covering it and starlight. As you approach, you see him just stop. And you hear this, like, swirling, this energy around. And as you look up, these stones of ascension, these three twisting stones, have on the inside of them this, these red scripts glowing not not rune like carved in just this magic glowing in these in these letters and in the midst of that you see the swirling shadow and you see this figure that you recognize a firefly at least the silhouette looks very similar this other creature towering over her with her in his hands though everything is distorted you can't really totally see their shadows swirling Almost like it's not really there. It sounds like a whisper what should should be a scream as these runes grow bright, brighter red um, in the middle of these stones of ascension and this red light goes around this other figure that you don't recognize. There's whispers of screams and Firefly. You can't see to what you understand what I'm describing. You're in this reality that you can't, can't see the rest of the party. Yeah. As this happens, you see and Drake look at you and look at this and just start laughing. <laughs> oh, you... Th- uh, this is it. This is what the world needs. And Firefly, this massive hand is wrapped around you, your feet dangling as it holds you. And he says, 
I will leave this place. I will leave this prison. You can help me. And Thistle might even live. Or you can keep fighting. And you will both die. Insight check. <laughs> Which part of that are you inciting? Uh, I'm trying to figure out if it's possible to get Thistle out without unleashing this being on the world. Like, if Firefly has to sacrifice herself to stay here, she will absolutely do it as long as Thistle can escape. So she's trying to incite whether they can get out, break the prison, or, like, there's any other alternative. Is he lying? Okay, what'd you roll? Really low. <laughs> like a nine. You rolled a nine. You... I feel like... I'm going to let this be up to you, but kind of what I see Firefly with that role thinking is that, like, I can defeat evil is still lingering. And, like, I can save people is still a lingering feeling for Firefly. Is what I, that's how I would interpret it. So you take that for what you will. That's fair. Okay. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah, it can be your turn. We're going to focus on you and in that shadow realm. So you all actually are seeing and hearing whispers and pieces of this. So is there anything that Firefly can see that would suggest an opening or an exit or a fragment in reality that Thistle might be able to get out through? As Thistle's wrapped in these, why don't you make a, make a perception check as this red energy is kind of binding her and that's it's energy that's sucking into him. A 24. 24? There is a couple things that you would be piecing together. There's a connection between this orb, obviously, and whatever magic he's doing that's connecting her to that. He is not fully there. There's something missing of him. It's like he's a fractured piece of another being, almost. Yeah. And as you look around, you see, very quickly, you see Gale. Just like, like almost like almost like you're seeing in black and white. Uh, you just see the image, this image of him, like, float by. We're getting out of here one way or another, and you're not going to be coming with us. So Thistle is currently energy bound again. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna keep dispel, or he's just gonna keep redoing it. That's the issue. Um, she's gonna bonus action face step. Okay. Out of his grasp. Okay. Um, and interpose herself between Thistle and this creature, and. Everything is terrible. Does it look like it's made out of shadows? Does it have any kind of substance that looks like it could be interacted with? It held her. Yeah, it's 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 a mix of physical physical parts and shadow. There's there's definitely a like hunched over, almost like a like a gargoyle type posture, if you will. Yeah. The parts of its skin that you can see is like this like almost blackish green like wrinkled and cracked on its face it's actually got this like dragon shaped head though it's not like lizardy in nature mm. it's more more humanoid um, and it's got this like long beard that's that's flowing from it and again there's like cracks in it everywhere that you see that you can actually like see through cool but there is a physical there's a physical element to it okay she is going to her last High level spell slot. Uh, try to summon the owls that have helped her in the past to try to harry this creature. Okay. So as this happens, these these owls just kind of 
appear you all see this above in in your plane above this like shadowy place in this in these pillars and they fly in and what are you having them do attack attack it so ideally would like to have one of them fly over to thistle and try to lift her away um while the other ones just go and get in this creature's face and try to distract him and hold him in place okay so as that happens these owls swoop down and grab on to the back of thistle one of them does uh, and starts lifting her no 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 and you all watch as this owl starts to break free as it breaks through this like strange shadow barrier you watch as these red binds disappear and firefly she basically disappears to you you went basically 30 feet away from this creature yes okay it just growls <sighs> you will never leave this place and I'm going to let any of you all that are outside watching, seeing some of this, hearing little bits and pieces, seeing Fillion kind of on the opposite side, like laughing maniacally. What do you all do? Gail is very emotional in this moment, seeing what he thinks is Firefly getting consumed by this creature and will take out the holy symbol and basically run up to it as close as possible and try and push his holy symbol into it and cast banishment. Nice. Okay. I'm going to need you to make an arcana check. Sure it couldn't be just a wisdom check for my <laughs> spellcasting ability? It has to be arcana, the intelligence space skill. <laughs> you convinced me, sure, you can... Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. 15? Yeah, so you managed to get into this you feel yourself almost like get transported as these shadows kind of swirl around you as you cast banishment. What's, what is the save? Charisma. At 20. Well, that, that succeeds. As it, it feels you, it feels you touch it with its holy <laughs> That's power I haven't felt in a long time. And it looks again at you, Firefly. I don't care about your friends. I'm leaving this place. And it is going to cast. Yeah, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom save. Uh, 20. Okay. As you see this fear start to, to form, as it like kind of changes shape into this terrifying figure, you you remember that you've been, you've been seeing all these illusions, and it screams back at you. Um, and you can you can take a turn if you want. I'm going to have the owls, uh, seeing that Thistle made it out, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have one of the owls disengage and fly over to me and also try to escape, mm -hmm. while the remaining six owls attack it. It's As it's disengaging, it's going to take an op. Okay. 27 to hit. Yup. For 22 bludgeoning damage. Enough to kill a giant owl. <laughs> uh, that owl. <laughs> that owl uh, just dies really swiftly. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, the other six attack. Mm -hmm. As owls do. 15 to hit? No. 19 to hit. Yes. For eight slashing damage. Okay. It's not even bothered by these things, essentially. Yeah. Anyone in the group that's watching this can react. This this owl with this other creature came out, and you watched as this energy dissipated from it. And she she's looking really ragged and hurt, 
and looks back at this this shadow and says, No, Firefly, no! And is screaming. You can kind of see these shadows of, of these owls fighting this large creature. Gail, you're kind of pseudo in there. As you've been in there, you realize, like, this thing is enormous. It's about 12 feet tall and very wide and dangerous. Against Amy's better judgment, Evanel would like to go try to stab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a wisdom check to see if she would try to stab it, and she totally didn't. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to make an arcana or, or a, a spell casting check just to try to get into this place. Oh, okay. Oh, that's. Mm-mm. Mm, no friend. That's a nine plus not very much, I believe. Multi-class. Yeah. That's a nine plus two. That's a whole <laughs> yeah. 11, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so as you try to run in, you you like enter into the shadow and you basically appear on the other side of, of these stones. Like you almost got teleported to the other side. That's right. Rook. Yeah. You look like you're about to do something. I was going to. I was going to say, while all this is happening, can Rook attempt to stealth over towards Fillion? Yes. Okay. Is there enough going on that he might be distracted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can roll with advantage. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's busy gloating. Yeah, laughing maniacally. Yeah, that'll be a 26. Yeah, you you can get over to him stealthily. He rolled a natural one on his perception. Cool, that was my first roll, so. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, advantage. Yeah, so I guess if nothing else is going to happen, I want to stab him. Okay. Yeah, from my understanding, he's the one causing this. So I guess after sneaking over, Rook would kind of like... I don't know how close he is to the stones officially. So I should have described this a little bit better. As you get to this courtyard, there's like like kind of a tiered like 10 steps up to a flat tiered space where these stones are. Mm-hmm. This tiered section is circular, so there's stairs walking all the way up around it. He's kind of at the bottom of one of these stairs watching away from away from you all. Okay. So I guess just from the blind spot then uh, in whatever situation that entails exactly, we're kind of like lunge out but I only got a 10 uh, that misses Yeah. as at the last second he, he kind of dodges dodges out of the way and then I would like to try one thing mm-hmm. unless I've already kind of done my thing and I can't do something else it's fine I probably should have had you all roll initiative but <laughs> what the heck so I can see Firefly or no I can only see the, the big bad guy from where you are running up to, to you can't see through him. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see through these little cracks. So you know Firefly's kind of on the opposite side of him. Yeah. So, Gail's gonna... Oh, I will say the other thing that you would notice as you enter into this place, like, time... Like, space is different. Mm. So, these three... These three zones are about ten feet apart from each other. That is not the case in this place. You're in this this kind of wide open space, almost, is what it feels like. Okay. So Gail will, like, yell to Firefly, like, follow my voice, come on! And I will cast a fog cloud on top of this big nasty guy to hopefully make it so we can't see anything. Mm. Okay. So as that fog cloud goes off, on his turn, his wings just... (sighs) 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 (sighs)
Cool. So I am unconscious for sure. Although I will use my <laughs> Wrath of the Storm reaction so I get hit. So he has to make a deck save. Okay. Uh, I've rolled very bad. Six. So I will use my second channel divinity to do max damage. So it does 16 thunder damage to him. Okay. Hopefully. Nice. Dagger him or something. So as, as he goes down, this thunder rings out. And you all would be able to see this distorted view of Gale as he kind of collapses. And then it's going to fly directly at you, Firefly. And it is going to attempt to bite you. Yep. That is a 15. That does not hit. Mm. <laughs> and then it's going to take one more attack. Because it can. <laughs> yeah, why not? Rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a natural 20. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gonna leave a mark. Uh, it's twelve. I'm down. <laughs> For forty bludgeoning damages after it bites you, it it just smashes you into the ground. It grabs the orb and just screams at you. You watch this go, and it takes this orb from you and just smashes it right back into your chest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which that'll that'll also hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess if you're unconscious, uh, you're looking for fifty-two points to insta kill me. Yeah, it won't. It won't. It won't insta kill you. Yeah, it should, well, it's two felt essays if they're already unconscious. If it's in melee. Yeah. Yeah, but you watch as. Actually, I'll let any of you all make a reaction because Gale needs to make a death save as well. Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> okay. Could be worse. You know. Thaddeus, Evanel, Rook, you doing anything as you're watching this? Uh, I'm going to assume there's pretty much no way that I can interpose. Yeah, I'd like to think Rook might be currently engaged. I don't know how you were reacting to that. Yes, oh, I, for- I forgot about that. So so as you kind of stab at Philian. He looks at you, and I'm going to need you to make, I believe it's a wisdom save. Mmm. I don't think that's good. It's not. Okay. Uh, an 11. That's not gonna pass. No. As this voice, almost in, like, echoey says, Sit and watch. As he casts Suggestion. Oh. Dope. Dope, dope. Dope, dope, dope. Love it. Cool, cool, great, awesome. Like, Rook takes a yeah. Rook takes a knee on the step. Mm-hmm. Said sit, not kneel. Gee. I imagine, I imagine him like near the phone and his best friend sleep over, like feet kicking the air, hands on his head on his hands, like tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> like is the like is the devil unleashed? <laughs> and you all watch as one more time it takes this orb and slams it back into Firefly. Mm-hmm. As he yells out, I killed Javaris once. Soon this world will be mine. As you watch it just punch into, into Firefly's chest, you see this druidic energy that you've seen around her kind of sprout on the ground and cover her up. As this essence of, of Firefly, you see her spirit almost leave her body, get sucked into this orb. The shadow fades. It stops swirling. You see Gale on the ground. You see this massive creature in the middle of these stones and say, It's good to be back. 
Fillion, we've got work to do. And it just flaps its wings as Fillion has this, this smoke kind of swirl around him. He vanishes as he's, it flies directly at this, this large castle that's in the center of, of this courtyard that you are at and lands probably 300 feet away from you. 100 feet in the air, 200 feet away. And it just perched on something looking out over, over the world. And you, you can even still hear its chuckling. You see on the ground on this starry night, these flowers around Firefly, whose body's lifeless. You see your friend Gale, who's unconscious, who I need you to make a death save. Alrighty. Three. As as his life life force seems to be draining as well. What do you all do? Well. Uh, how long does Philian keep his concentration on this? Suggestions up to eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least for a few more minutes, you're just sitting there. Uh, let me let me roll. Yeah, after about after about a minute, you kind of get control. You're like, oh, I've okay. So I imagine after I sat and I watched after everyone else gets to do their thing, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Evanel kind of like seeing that she's been basically completely ineffective. She had turned her attention towards Fillion, and then he disappeared, and the thing disappeared, and everybody's like dead or just sitting there um, she kind of like deflates and falls out of her rage and then kind of like looks around for a little bit and then um, she will can I do healing word as an action since we're not an initiative that's I'm fine with okay yeah she will just healing word pretty much anybody that's hurt so Gail she'll check on Firefly though we did just see her spirit get absorbed into an orb, so I have a feeling that's probably not viable. She'll heal uh, our new friend that popped out of the thing. Yeah, so so the, the individual who ran out, they uh, have kind of hair that goes down to their chin, grayish blonde hair, kind of have these baggy, ragged clothings, these these sad, pale blue eyes, and as, as this creature just kept beating on Firefly, just the screaming of her. And, and once this, everything faded, she runs over. Here's your healing word, but just eyes teary and running. Um, and it's just collapsed on top of Firefly, weeping in this little, this little small bed of flowers. I got eight for Gale and uh, six for Thistle. As this is happening, you hear the, the sound of footsteps, of marching footsteps coming towards you. <sighs> I think we gotta go. The last thing I will say is, Rook, while you were watching, there was this kind of like strange blue light that came from this bag when you got paid from this, the Landirian... The jewelers? Jewelers. Right. In this bag, when the shadow fell and this creature appeared for the first time in this physical presence, this blue light just whoosh, like appeared and then sucked right back into this into this box. Almost like it was being pulled out for a second, and then and then went back into into this bag that you're carrying. Uh, and again, you hear you hear the footsteps coming, approaching closer at a rapid pace. Yeah, I mean, Gale wakes up and sees, and will rush over to Firefly, like, looking, trying to see if there's anything he can do. Just you know, checking for pulse and uh, thinking and realizing he. He can't 
it's very clear that her life has gone whatever this um though it's it's a, it's almost beautiful in spite of the injuries as this this kind of soft green bed of flowers these green and white flowers have sprouted around her and almost like from her the owls didn't actually fade they've kind of swooped down and are are just kind of gathered around her body with thistle there weeping and the footsteps approach if rook is cognizant i th- i think at that point he's running up and and tugging on gail and we got to go yeah just crying trying to grab everyone's hands like okay come on you guys yeah gail, gail you have to kind of carry like not carry but like pull gail along for a bit he's a little lost in grief i will lift you and thistle which you would have to do uh, as Thistle screams, No, just leave me! Just leave me here! Please leave me! Evanel cannot answer. She's too busy carrying two people and also crying. Okay. So as you as you kind of leave this courtyard, those footsteps kind of still echoing, though, though far enough away, uh, you leave in the center of these, these three stones the body of Firefly, who has kind of been an instigator for a lot of where you all have ended up being her body lifeless and gone the shadow the silhouette of this large being that took her life perched on the castle and you run back into the streets of Emery and this will be a short episode but I think that's a good place to end Uh, so, listeners, um, this is Emily Harmon. Excuse me. This is Emily Harmon's last episode with the Not Quite Heroes podcast. Um, so, I want to give a very heartfelt thank you um, for being a part of this show. Um, this, for me, the first the first show that I ever DM'd and going on this adventure and being a big part of the story and the fun that we've had from uh, horse revolutions to burning it all down and stuff. Um, we all will miss you being here and uh, yeah. Oh, so, we love you, Emily. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Listeners. Um, She's still around on the Twitter net and doing D and D things. Um, so many. So make sure you still still follow along. I'm lucky because I still get to make one show with her. Um, would have preferred to, but apparently you have to have like life balance and stuff. I guess I've I've heard. Yeah, it's a it's a new thing that I'm trying out. Uh, we're just <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> I'm really happy for you in terms of gaining life balance. That'd be that's really good for you. Yeah. So far, it's been good. So hopefully I can just because right now I I cut out a lot of things and I'm just trying to maintain the level Mm -hmm. of not bringing on more and more and more projects like I always do. So, yeah, it's a a struggle, but (laughs) one project in one project out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I should probably learn that. But yeah, thank you for all you contributed to our show. Yeah, it's been a blast. This was also the first podcast that I ever did. Uh, the first like long-term online campaign and I'm really happy it was with y'all I had a great time uh had a lot of great memories I'm gonna miss it I wish I had time to keep doing all of the things but I just don't and hopefully you know we'll have the opportunity to play together 
again at some point in our lives. Oh yeah, absolutely. Our our table is always open to you. So yeah. yep. cool. All right. And we could probably end Craig. Yes. <laughs> All right. He's just gushing. <laughs> So oh. Craig will miss you most of all. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, we can send you audio clips of Craig if you if you feel like you're being left out. Yeah, too. <laughs> <Aww>. No report. <laughs> <laughs> This is Steven, your friendly internet DM. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed the story so far, we would be very grateful if you would take the time to give us a five-star rating and leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to Not Quite Heroes. Did you know we started a Patreon? If you'd like to support us and help us bring more D&D content to the internet, we would love your support. Have ideas for what kind of exclusive content you'd like to see? Tweet at us at nqhpodcast or email us at notquiteheroespodcast at gmail.com with your ideas. We're now affiliated with Dice Envy, a dice company based in Los Angeles, California. They offer high-end dice at affordable prices, with metal dice priced 25% less than their competitors. My favorite set is their seven-piece rainbow dice, which I regularly use on the podcast. You can check out their wares on bit.ly slash notquitedice or by clicking the link on our Twitter page. Theme music, the song Not Quite Heroes by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. Sound effects and music in this episode were found at TabletopAudio.com. Sirenscape. Check them out at www.sirenscape.com and zapsplat.com. Thank you, Munch. You're the best cat. (laughs) So good. Did Chrome just disappear? Do I not have the internet anymore? We can hear you. (laughs) okay okay this is fine get rid of a few players on this episode just kidding (laughs) (laughs) what's 12 plus 9 21 thank you thank you for your help everybody you're welcome it's bigger on the inside what what's happening this doesn't feel right What's going on out there?